nice things. Hello, good evening and welcome to another fun pack thrill-filled, God knows where the last one went, edition of Nice Things. Nice Things. The antidote to modern living. And joining me, Sir Michael Livesley, this week, this month, this year. It's, yes. it's been a while, Gase. It has, hasn't it? has been it? a while, well, yeah. Yes. My name is uh, Dr. Willard Bliss, but I'm performing this evening as Paul Carmichael in repertory. Dr. Hello. Willard Bliss. I'm trying yes. to think last night, you know, one of those clips that um, does the rounds is mm. um, on Parky Day Medna. Oh, talking yes. about a son who's, uh, you know, he's a homeopath and all yeah. that, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they are. But the ad libs are superb, right? Mm. It's Judy Dench and mm. Sharon Osborne on this parky with him, mm. her. And um, it's sort of like, oh, yeah, what's it? He lives with his friend Sheridan or whatever it is. And then yeah. she's like, oh, yeah. So anyway, she asks him, what's the guy's name? And all this. And. Barry Humphreys just comes up with all these names and did it and then ends it with a gag. It's that you like that laughing your head oh, oh. total honestly professional. Yes. And it was just there was no drag. There was no latency, no uh, sorry, there was drag, obviously. Because yeah, it was Dame yeah. yeah. Edna. But yeah. there was no delay, no nothing, not even a flicker of the eyes. It was just like boof. And See, that's that's the interesting thing, and he's got that lovely thing in common with Peter Cook, hasn't he? Where I think it was John Cleese who said, you know, if you needed us to write a three-minute sketch, give us a morning and we'll get it done. If you needed a three-minute sketch off Peter, three minutes is how long it would take him, and it would be yeah. perfectly formed, yeah. you know. And, and it's a similar thing with Humphreys, isn't it? It's that masterful sort of storytelling skill, but also that that sense of timing. That's the ability just... to extemporise as well. Mm, it was yeah. just like, honestly, I'll I'll send you the clip. It was it was, it was masterful. Really, because you know when you're a kid or whatever, when I'd have seen that, yeah, um, I would have just been like, oh, this is funny. Mm. But now you've been in. I've never been on Parky and never will. Right, uh, right. God bless him. <laughs> um, you know, having been in situations where you've got to think on your feet whilst mm. performing. Yes. You have that newfound respect, don't you? Oh, when God, you yes. It, and you're like, oh, man, oh, yeah. that was good. That ability to ride a wave yeah. is, you know, quite something. And then to actually, but the thought process is, you know, it's ticking over whilst you're doing but it, it's isn't it? it's the boss in the conversation. Mm, yeah, it's, yeah. It's almost like, you know, one might be suspect that it's like, right, let's see how you can cope with this curveball. Yes. Let's ask questions of this funny story you're telling. Mm. Let's hear some background. Let's hear some names and places. Names, places. Yeah. Boop, 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 boop. Funny as fuck. Yeah. And then, uh, honestly, end, I'm not going to tell you because you just experienced it, but the gag at the end. Uh, yes. Oh, mate. Anyway, it was just surprised because I'm not really... I am a fan... Of Barry Humphreys as such, yeah. But I'm not sort of like, you know, I'm not that asked because okay. because I mean about the work. I think it was because when I was a kid, you know, like Les Patterson, yeah, it knocked me sick. I remember seeing it, you know, with the drool all down the it, jacket. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't like that. I don't like of, stuff that like that. No, no. Don't Speaking you? of which, we yes. were going to be a bit more professional weren't we after our hiatus 
Well, we were. I mean, we should say that there is... Is there now officially a missing episode of Nice Things? There is, yeah. It's here on my hard drive. Oh. Ready, ready for when the... Uh, yeah, the, the episode hunters come knocking. Okay. I don't know. Well, so you can't have that one yet? <laughs> no, because the decorating has just taken over my life. Oh, no, that's that's fair enough. So, anyway, so we're, re- we're recording this one instead, yeah. and you might see that one at some point. Oh, they will. No one you watches will. it anyway, dear. There's only no, me. I, look, look, what you've got to remember is, right... Maybe they think, oh, I like the theme music. I like them flutes. It could be that. And so they will might watch that, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, this stuff, no one ever hears. We could say anything we liked here. Because I tell you what, if anyone is listening to this, <laughs> tell us. Because I don't believe you are. Um, so, yeah. Um, but, I'm, I mean, I'm just in decorating world, so... Well, no, that's fair enough. And uh, so, go on. So, if you want to talk about decorators' car, car, my victory this morning. <laughs> the old dado rail that was in the bathroom has been repurposed. It is now framing the, um, you know, the uh, bath Sistine Chapel like ceiling of the. I have a cloakroom now. You do have a cloakroom. I nearly have a cloakroom. It's all ready to go. Right, so what have you got at the minute? Exactly. If you describe exactly what it is, what a is it? could be a hole. <laughs> <laughs> just under the stairs. Yeah, it's just under the stairs. But it's it's one of those things, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's like talking about your holidays. No one's remotely interested mm. in mm. hearing about decorating. No. No one. No. Do you know but- what I mean? And you try and sort of, you know, you try and talk to people and you're like, oh, this, that and the other. Have you ever? And they're just like, I'm not interested. No. It's but, probably I mean, the least interesting subject there is. Well, it's like when you sent me uh, that photo the other day, and you said, this is what I'm doing. And I thought, I don't know what I'm looking at. It just looked like two bits of wall and a lamp. And I thought, is the lamp broken? And then he went, that's a cloakroom. And I've said it this to be. you. It, I've said this to you before. You are never going to be finished on that house. because your bra- No, you're not. Your brain won't let mate. you stop. Did you need a cloakroom? Yeah. I've always Why? wanted one. I've always wanted one. Right, okay. And is there nothing else that you want in a house? Nothing. I've got everything. Right. In this house. Now, I just wanted a cloakroom. Well, there's the gar- the yard. And right, here we go. That's right, okay. getting done next, though. And I'm not doing it. Right, okay. Fair so, enough. So that's all booked in. Right. And that's that is, safe. And that's it. That is your lot, mate. Okay. Seriously, I've got to do the holsters and landing. Right. Right. Okay. Oh, mate. You. You don't have that kind of sort of arseness, do you? Not for you that sort of thing, no. You don't, know. I don't, know. I don't. I mean, I'd like to spruce this up and give it a... Sh- no. No, it's fine. I know. And and it was fine, but... Right. Now it's finer. Yes. Um, okay. It's just one of those things. I don't know. I'm sort of... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it's all about, really. I know. No. That, I know that mother was quite fond of decorating when we were children, you know. Oh, okay. So there's all that business going on, isn't there? And there's also that sort of nice sort of way that you can just completely. I mean, I come in here now, right? Right. And I've had it. I've had it all done in here. It's like, all done. You know what yeah. I mean? We we don't need to talk decorating because it's you can see. Yeah. It's been done. There's a yes. tardis door cupboard thing. There right? is. You know what I mean? Anyway. I'm getting into decorating chit-chat now. Mm. When I come in here, right, yeah. 
which I haven't been in here for about three weeks. Well, no, you've been up ladders and things. It must be what prison's like. You've got I to get up so. in the morning. You just got to get up in the morning. It's just like I've got to do this, 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 and this. It's like, and I sort of, I have a brew. Yeah, and I'm like that. Mm. I don't mm. want to do this. And the next thing you're putting the pain t-shirt on and you're like, oh man, I've got, I've got to do this. You see, it's, it is. It's like the Ballad of Reading Jail, isn't it? When he's on the big sort of like thing that you walk, but you don't get anywhere. The big yes. circular thing. Like that. It is a Sisyphean task. Mm. But I'm sort of, it, the end is in sight. I don't, okay. Honest okay. to God, honest to God, it is in sight. And and so, yeah. It's it's just one, and I do a lot of thinking when I'm decorating. I really, honestly do. I've written a song that's been plaguing me for right. months, right? Okay. Because as you know, I'm working on all this material, and right. there's been a sequence of chords, and I did it in this tuning and that tuning, and da, 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 and and the way I used to write songs was like Peter Cook wrote sketches. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? It was just, and I don't think it was that'll do, but maybe I thought it was good enough or something. Anyway, yeah, that it was fully formed already. The couple have finished this this new method of working, which has happened to me. I've not made this happen. Mm. I'll write a song and then I'll do da da And in the old days, the first song, that's your lot. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, I, c I could do it like. Anyway, so they're going through like four stages, four different drafts. Of, very different things, but mm. like you can trace, you know what I mean, the creative process right back, and um, and so this, so the couple that I've completed already, you know, not only is people my peers, yeah, are telling me the brilliant, like, and it's not smoke, but also industry people are telling me that, right. So decorating, and I've got the guitar there. Get a guitar. I've got the guitar though, so I can, you know, when I'm waiting for paint to dry, I just pick up the guitar and I work stuff out. And then I can record it on my phone and all that business. If you weren't decorating, you'd have more time to get that done. No, and you wouldn't man, be fannying around so much. But this no, is the thing. There's, there's no, no, because I... There's something primal about shaping your environment. Right, this is where it goes wrong, because what you're going to do is you're going to go, oh, I've got to do decorating to feel inspired. And then you go, I've finished the house. No, and then not... suddenly, oh, I need to keep decorating. You're making yourself into your own Pavlovian dog here. You're going to link the deck that you are. I'm not saying you're not, like, correct, and that would be, you know, an assumption. That's fine. But it doesn't um... work like that. It doesn't work like that. There's something really satisfying. No, there is, honestly. <laughs> Sorry. I know I'm talking Do about decorating. <laughs> there is something really satisfying about doing it. I don't no, enjoy that's... doing it. But <clears throat> it's one of those things, isn't it? It's kind of like, you know, being able to take something out of your head, such as my new cloakroom, right. and see it come to life in front of you. It's right. just it's just like when you were a kid having Lego or something, you know what I mean? Well, I didn't have Lego. Didn't you? No. That's that, You see, that's what's up with you. Didn't That's see what's the point. So weird. Did you have Meccano? No, absolutely not. I didn't like that at all. I thought that was something for working class children. I well, there you go, well, then. Well, because I didn't see why I should have to build the toy. And I by wanted the way, the... What? you've hit upon something I thought earlier. There's that sort of. There is that. Um, you know, my granddad would approve of me doing all this. Mm. And, and dead people. I'm gaining the approval of dead people. There you go. That's and I'm not what's sure happening. why. But it sort of balances it all out in a, in a strange kind of way. Because it is a strange way to make a living, this. Not that we make any money out of this. And no, we're God, only talking no. to each other, so it doesn't no, matter. No, um, no, not at all. But 
it does balance it out. It's kind of like it 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 does reconnect me with things I've always done. One of my earliest memories, right, is me mum mixing polyfiller. <laughs> <laughs> what? It really is. Oh, it, it, proper Alan Bennett time. Okay. Oh, mother mixed the polyfiller by the fire, you know, and I'd eat, I'd nibble a bob and... Yes. Um, no, but I remember being fascinated by, you know, damage to the wall becoming... When I was a kid, I, and I still do this to a certain extent, I'd go around people's houses and I'd have a look on the sides of the furniture, you know, for spray off the emulsion. Or if they hadn't done their edging right on the painting. I Were you going to give them an estimate or something? <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. It, it did definitely frame my opinion of the person. Really? Yeah. Okay. Sloppy decorating drives me nuts. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. You got your decorating chat. Well, you didn't the... want it. No, no. I mean, it was... Yeah, it is. It, it is like somebody telling you about their holidays. It's like, well, I didn't experience it, and I don't care. <laughs> so you know, I mean, I'm sure that when I come round to your house, I will go. Oh, that's nice. Well, but I don't know. Nobody shows photos of holidays now, do they? Because it's on Facebook. Yeah, and so we can and just if you're that asked. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're not interested, are you? Oh God, no. Oh, we had a great time here. Couldn't give a fuck. No, I don't care. No offence, I'm, I'm glad that they are. No, I'm not, it. you see, I'm not, oh. because there, there is a part of me that thinks, I didn't, I wasn't there. If it was, you know, that good, then maybe I should have been there. So I get quite indignant <laughs> with that sort of thing. I don't like it. Yeah. No, I, don't I, like I never feel thought. like that. I just used to object to, people used to have films of holidays when I was a kid. Yes. 16, 8 mil uh, cine reels. Now, I like those. I like those, but I don't like looking at sort of people's memories, especially because we were poor and never went anywhere. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, to see the bright lights of Blackpool mm. on someone's anaglypta wall as a kid, it was just like, bastard. Mm. I watched the telly. <laughs> see, the first time I remember going to Blackpool, I got taken into the Doctor Who exhibition and I was so terrified that I, I just became quite hysterical. I think it was about six, maybe five, in fact. Totally hysterical. To the point where I exhausted myself, got into the boot of my dad's car back in, in the maxi, and immediately just passed out unconscious and missed all the lights. Oh, no. So, so you didn't miss much in Blackpool. If that's sort of how it... Every year, they used to be on Blue Peter, I think. They did, yeah. And my mum used to promise me every year... <laughs> She took me the illuminations. Never did. It is Alan Bennett, this, isn't it? It is. It is, isn't it? What were you saying before that was filthy? What was that? Filthy? Yeah. Decorating's filthy. Well, we, right, we were going to become more professional, weren't we? Well, we were. We and were the idea was we were going to pick a word each week. Yes. And stick to it. And this week's word, as yes. decided by our reader's pearl, yeah. uh, was filth. 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 Hence, hence why... I thought I would open, if you'll pardon the phrase, you'll see why, with the world's most filthy man. Okay. Right? So, that's Dr. Willard. No, no, no. Willard Bliss. Right. Right. Okay, well, we can cut all the rest of that shit out. No, 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 that's all important stuff. We could put that as a, out as a separate decorators podcast. People would pay for that shit. Oh. Now, uh, now uh, we're talking... There you go. A decorating podcast. There must be one. I would imagine there's at least one. 
but probably not one hosted by two people, one of whom truly doesn't give a fuck about the subject. Hello, good evening, and welcome to another fun-packed, drill-filled edition of Vice Things. Shit things. But anyway, filth. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Filth, right. Oh, I, Doc- so why was he the world's filthiest man? Right, world's filthiest man. I'm actually, I'm a bit like that, you know, the tall fella on that game show. I've got a computer here with research on. That's how professional this is, dear. Right, so. Wow. Dr. Willard Bliss, right? Uh, an American physician and pseudo-expert ooh, in uh, ballistic trauma. So, President Garfield... Bliss is the doctor who they sent for to look after President Garfield after he got shot, right? Uh, yeah. However, he's got this philosophy where he believes that when it comes to anything to do with medicine, he believes the dirtier the better. That's his, uh, that's his saying. So let me explain to you how that manifests a little here. Um, this is from something written at the time about Dr. Bliss's treatment. His dirty probe snaked its way through Garfield's back, deep enough that it snagged on one of his ribs. Then he stuck his finger into the wound, pushing further and further. Bliss formed the opinion that the bullet was too close to the president's liver. Anyway, blah, 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 blah. But then they decide that Bliss is going to look after him, right? And for two and a half months, right, this was what happened. Bliss proposed to feed the president through the rectum because he could no longer eat. So, Bliss pumped specially treated blood, as well as beef extract, into the president's intestine with a big pump that he shoved up his arse. So for three months, Dr. Bliss is pumping beef into President Garfield's arse to feed him. I never ever needed to know this. I don't think anybody and, and needed to do. know this. Now you know about Mr. About Dr. Bliss. But um, Dr. Bliss, incidentally, was summoned because everyone went, oh, Garfield's seen him before. So they all get Dr. Bliss round. He didn't realise that Dr. Bliss had basically been struck off by that point, And they welcomed him in anyway because he was mental. And then he starts wow. funneling beef up Garfield's anus. So he'd been struck off when he was doing this? Um, he was not allowed to participate in... Uh, in anybody's care is the quote formally. Oh. Wow. Yeah, and then he's there with the hose pipe and the beef extract, right up your ass. The Oxo Tower. They. <laughs> well, nice. There's a filthy man. See. That is filthy, isn't it? That is isn't filthy. It? But I remember you going on about a chap years ago, who'd been arrested for like rolling round in animal muck. Wanking, <laughs> and and he, and he'd done loads of it. He'd been collared a few times. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you get people who do that sort of thing, don't you? Like, there's a very famous photo of a man, and he's in a sort of a basque and and knickers, and he's got stockings and high heels on, and he's been photographed with his knob up the car exhaust, and he's. Have you not seen that? No. I, I, that's a very commonly known one. He's and he's having it off with his car, but in the full, it looks like something out of Moulin Rouge. You know, he's in the full gear, but up the exhaust wow. pipe, up the exhaust pipe, up the exhaust pipe with Ronnie Allen. Mecha- mechanics podcast. That it would be. It would be. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. There, there are some truly disgusting things in this world. Well, there are, but then isn't it also a matter of personal taste? Like, some people don't like certain words. 
So what's filthy and disgusting to one may not be to another. It's it's very subjective, yes. Mm. Absolutely. I can't think of many words that upset me. Well, the, the word that gets most people is moist, isn't it? I know, I've heard that, and it's just like, well, it doesn't bother me. I don't mind that one. I find yeast worse, because you, you've got the ye at the beginning. I don't like that sound. I don't Scouse, like that. Scousy. Yeah, yeast. Yeast yes. at all, mad. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not too keen on that one. But, I don't know, really. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't think about that sort of thing. But yeah, people do get bothered by that. But people have some strange phobias, don't they? Oh, God, yeah. You know, I, I, I've known a few people, believe it or not, who have a real pathological, psychological fear of buttons. See, that's mental, though. Put them in a home. No, no. <laughs> no, really. There's no, you can have no quarter with these people if they're going to be scared of buttons. Well, yeah. off you go. I'm sorry, I'm, that's it. Because, I'm not keen be- on bridges. Right, but that makes sense, because you can die by falling off a bridge. You can't die from a button. Uh, well, you could choke on it. Well, if you're going to eat buttons, then you should be in the home anyway. I t- I'm not having... There's just no... No. It's nonsense. I had a glass of wine once in some grotty bar on the Wirral, and when I got mm. to the bottom, there was a drawing pin in the bottom of the glass. We do that. Yeah, I thought that. that but imagine uh, I'd done the usual hosk, and it oh. had gone in one, like... Argh! Oh, God, because then that's got to come out as well. Well, God knows where it'd go first. Well, it'd work its way through. Yeah, filthy wine glasses. Filthy wine, yeah, going it... Oh, the the wine would be pushing it through quicker. It'd be like like the log flume, wouldn't it? I've not drank wine in a long time, but I quite liked wine. Oh, yeah, wine's nice, but, I mean, if it's filthy wine, and you're knocking it back, it's pushing a drawing pin through you like a log flume. You run to the toilet, and then that's going to sort of like... That's going to be hanging on. It's not going to want to come out. No. I'd probably still be in there, wouldn't it? It probably would, yeah. You know what I mean? Like aluminium splinters. That sort of thing upsets me. I don't like things like that. I had a set of ladders because my bedroom was in the loft when I was a teenager. Has this got a small injury in it? Because I'm not good with those. But I just had a bath, so it's worse because the skin's after a bath. Do you get what I mean? There's yeah. something, re- it really makes the backs of my legs go funny. Yeah, it's not that nice. Sort of, why, though? Why is the sort of the bath thing a thing? Is it because you sort of softened or something? I don't, I don't know. I mean, because these days, I mean, how often do you actually get a bath these days? Oh, mate, if I can, every day. Okay. If but I do, can, but Do I don't. you soak in the bath? Why? Oh, Oh, right. I've got, like, colour-changing LEDs and shit in there, man. Right, that's true. You put oh, those it's, in. It's like Studio 54, <laughs> you know, at the height it's, it's, of the disco craze in there. So, do you still get the wrinkly fingers and stuff now? Oh, I don't soak. Like, that's, that was when you were a kid, wasn't it? Right, that's what I'm saying. I think that baths in those days, my theory is it was to well, put were, off They were massive as well, because we were little. They were huge things, and you could put off going to bed. By staying in the bath a bit longer. Oh, so you get the old wrinkly fingers. So maybe it's an association with that. I don't know. I'm not sure. The, don't know. The, I remember one of my birthdays, I got a frogman outfit for the action man. And I had <laughs> the boat and everything. So you were going to say for you and you were in the bath in it. <laughs> no. That would have been brilliant. No, Do they wouldn't on. have made them in my size. Yeah. That <laughs> would have been brilliant. Wouldn't that, that be would. brilliant? You're, uh, no, you're not going to school in it. 
wouldn't you? You'd have had all that. Like you'd oh, have yeah. wanted to walk round in it. Hundred percent. Totally. Think, yeah. Totally. Uh, but yeah, I spent ages in the bath. I'm trying to remember if we ever had such a thing as like outfitty things when we were kids. We didn't have out like that. Do you mean you know, fancy dress things? Or... Yeah. No. Um. I remember there was a catalogue, which had there was a, a police box tent about four oh, yeah, and a half yeah, foot yeah. tall. Remember. And the kids, they had three kids Tegan outside. Tegan and dressed, the Doctor. Nissa and the Doctor. Oh, right? do you remember the Nissa one? Was she in Oh, one? yeah, But they she were kids, was, weren't they? They were actual kids. So that I'm I'm looking at this thing. I don't want the tent. Absolutely not. I, oh, want I wanted a real the police tent. Box. Oh, no, I wanted a real police box. Simple as that. But I did want the costume, and that wasn't for sale. No. Was it, a, in my memory, it's a proper costume, but or was it like a T-shirt with it printed on? No, it's a proper costume he's yeah, got on the little yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah. I'm still cross about it. Um, yeah, it's not. It's not one of those printed jobbies. No, I yeah. was furious with that kid. But then you know I what? always had that pathological hatred for other children who seemed to be doing quite well. If they were on telly, like a kids' drama, as soon as it was centered around actual kids acting, no, no absolutely not. That should have been you. It should have been. That's it, mate. Mm. Yes. Anyway, not to worry. Um, In my memory, you know, that costume, they did it again with Colin Baker's Doctor, but that didn't happen, did it? No, I don't think that would have happened. No, I can't see that. I think I'm crossing the streams in my head with, you know, that little lad on Jim will fix it. He's got like a a shit Colin Baker costume on, hasn't he? Oh, yeah, Gareth something he's called, isn't he? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I'm crossing it over with that. Yeah. They've uh, they've removed that from the DVD now. Oh, is it on the DVD? I've got Sorry, on the Blu-ray. So on the DVD, you've got the original bit with Jimmel's face appearing in the TARDIS scanner. Yeah. As it is now, they've re-edited it to take him out. But they've been asked enough, not just to fade to black, but to record new dialogue over the top of it and all sorts. It's quite impressive that they've been that asked. I do understand the sort of the drive to do that and, you know whatever mm-hmm. but i mean you can't change the past well no you know what i mean you just can't change it well this is the thing i mean they won't show certain episodes of top of the pops because the presenters you know oh a, a bit dubious mm. uh, but i don't think they should show them anyway because the shit well yeah but there's some like amazing performances in there and to see them in situ within the episode i think would be absolutely you know lovely to see and all right so we now know that they were doing bad things it doesn't mean that the transmission's gonna get you i don't understand it at all no but it's the same with a lot of stuff in it they they just edit it and they just remove it and i i don't know i don't understand i I honestly don't understand um the sort of the motivation to try to change the past Unless you want to, when it comes to Top of the Pops again, actually, because there's uh, there's two people you'll never see presenting it. One is Mike Smith, Smitty, and the other is uh, Peter Powell, the Radio 1 DJ. And they both just went, no. Oh, right. They they objected. They objected. They just said, absolutely not. You're not showing that. What about, ooh, Gary Davis? And, oh, no, he's allowing his to be shown. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And that other chap, did he used to do it? That shat parp fella. <laughs> shat fart? Shat parp. What the hell's that? Shat Pat parp. Sharp. Oh! 
No, he did. He did not. He was ITV. Absolutely not. He oh, was, was on he? that Funhouse crap. Do you yes. remember the Roxy on ITV? No. Yeah. I remember the name, and yeah. I remember knowing it was coming on, and immediately thinking, "I'm not watching that for." Every reason you can imagine, I wouldn't watch it. It sounds common, but it looks common. It's on the common channel. Yeah, no. well, I remember Alexi Sale. He'd obviously took note of these kinds of shows. Mm. And on one of his routines, he was like that, hey, yeah, yeah, you know, doing a piss take of, of that mm. kind of show. But he really kind of nailed it for me when he said, well, all of us here at Border. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, oh mate, spot on. He had the network nailed the lot. Oh no, that's lovely. That's yeah, border television. I, oh. I, are you border television? Well, I haven't watched any broadcast television this year that I can think oh, of. God no, the telly sucks balls in hell, man. It it does seem to have gone that way, doesn't it? It's terribly sad. But obviously now, you know, the budgets being shrunk is really kicking in. Is this like smaller Mars bars for the same money? It basically is, yeah. It's more money for less Mars bars in this case. So you're just getting less and less and more reality stuff because it's cheap. Oh, Uh, dreadful. I know. So there's nothing actually to watch. So I I just find myself delving into my world of nice things and nice, you know, all that sort of stuff. You got any nice things this week? Well, I mean, there would have been a couple, actually. Um, Does decorating stuff count? Absolutely not. You can show that on the other podcast. It's going to get um, me new rollers. <laughs> no, you're all right, dear. Um, well, this this is rather lovely. I felt I deserved this. I remember I was talking to you. You weren't going in. And I was. Oh, I've got to get this if it's what I think you're on about now. Uh, and I was I was up. No, it's not. I'm holding that back. This yeah, I don't else. know why I didn't buy it. I'll tell you why I didn't buy it. I got the mm. David Whitaker book. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. I got that. Yeah. That was this was you doing your WhatsApp storms at me Ooh. with things to buy because uh, I know what was going on. I know right. I know exactly where you were and I know you were bored. Yes, so you were like, right, I'm going to make him spend some money. Yes, I know the thought process. Yes, absolutely. So, it's however, to me, but I know how you work. Yes, however, no, this isn't that though, dear. This is something else. This is for, from my childhood, and I felt need, so I have got. Look at that. Yeah, I, I might have to get a copy of that. There's the LP of the Family Ness Monster Tales from Loch Ness. That was the closest that t- TV oh. animation came to the Beano. You know, with the uh, the style of art. The, yeah, the style of art and the style of the characters as well. So this is for those of you who are just listening. Uh, so it's the LP of the Family Ness, the uh, BBC five-minute kids' programmes. It's one of the last of the five-minute kids' programmes as well, you know. It's when yeah, all well, that... it was the... People who made... What else did they make before this? Well, I mean, it's Peter Hawkins um, uh, doing the voices uh, with Sue Sheridan, who was the original Trillion in the radio version of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Um, And it was made by the Ness Company. So they actually formed specially to make it. But I know what you mean. The style is... They had another one before it, and I can't think what it was. No, and then Um, after it, they had things like Penny Crayon, which was oh, did uh, they do that? Sue Pollard, I think, did that one. Anyway, so there we go. Absolutely just magnificent stuff. Is it this. Gatefold? No, no, no. And it's 1984, so it's that wobbly oh. vinyl. But uh, <laughs> can't do that anymore. No, you can't. <laughs> you can't. We'll have to edit our own podcast. We, we will. Um, 
So I got that, and then when I was in the charity shop the other day, uh, I found a couple of rather lovely books. So this is the script book of Kathy Come Home, talking of good television. Oh, yeah. I love this. Um, it's not something I'd watch for fun. When he made Kathy Come Home, that was a huge thing to happen in television. You know, the way it's shot, it's shot like a documentary. Mm. Um, the way it's acted, because, you know, right at the end... Um, when she's on her own with the kids in uh, the train station. And then the social services arrive and take the kids away from her. And that's the very last scene of the film, you know, and then you just get that overhead shot of her just sat on the bench. Well, first of all, they were her real-life kids that they used. And second of all, they didn't tell them they were going to do it. They just said, you go and wait with your kids. So she's there waiting with the kids. Meanwhile, he's up in the rafters with a camera shooting it. All right, cue social services to come and rip the kids off her. Phenomenal stuff. And that was a Wednesday play. But there are ethical concerns there. I mean, he did it in Kez as well. He did it with the kids in Kez, you know, where they all get caned. Yes. He didn't tell them they were going to get caned. And, you know, the lad with the note. Yeah. I've got a note. Shut up. But Seb got, shut up! And if you remember, they've all given him the cigs. Uh-huh. And he's like, turn out your pockets! And this little guy with the big ears has just brought, please, sir, I've brought a note from Miss Cathcart. Shut up! And he's just brought a note for him. Turn out uh-huh. your pockets! And of course, he's got all the cigarettes. Mm. Regular little cigarette factory, aren't we? And then he was the real-life headmaster of the school that Loach shot in. He caned them all proper. And the little guy, you know, I've got a note for what I... His tears were real, you know. The, it, it, being interviewed, the guy says that, and uh, Ken gave them all 50p. <laughs> Which well, in 1969 was a lot of money. Maybe, so I'd want a little bit more for that. But that's what I mean about traumatising these poor kids. I mean, Well, this is the thing with, with, yeah, with Ken Loach's stuff. It is so hard-hitting, right? But... Ah, and that's... That, mm. though, it's real, like, power and impact was because it was very firmly rooted in a world which at that time existed. Right. And also issues that needed to be addressed. Right. So, precisely that. So, I mean, in this lovely book of Kathy Come Home, it's got, um, it's got the script and then Jeremy Sanford, the writer has written an essay on how things have come on since. So this is 1974, and he concludes not much has happened. Um, but the thing with watching Ken Loach's stuff now, I mean, it's like, you, well, you're not going to watch it for a laugh, are you? So what was that well, last... What was that few... one that he did with the bloke's name? I, Daniel Blake. No, you wouldn't watch that for a laugh. Well, I watched that. And this is the trouble as well, isn't it? If you do want to make art that can sort of transcend... Mm-hmm. Um, your limitations of budget or whatever, then you do you do have to make it entertaining for for the for the boys and girls. I mean, well, you've, you do you've bit, got yeah. to. I mean, that is comedy combined with social commentary can change far more than anything can. I mean, you know, um, and it is that sort of. I find his stuff. I mean, Mike Lee's <clears throat> stuff <clears throat> when he kind of adopts the. It's it's like Ken's working method, but not quite. Yeah. They're not far off the same sort of approach. You know, he starts off scripted, doesn't he? Abigail's party nuts in May, yada, yada, yada. 
and then he sort of slowly by the time you get to life is sweet and stuff like that mm. um and you watch life is sweet and it's kind of like there are humorous bits in it but it's still it's not something i'd just settle down and watch like you know no not for no, not it... for a laugh no but then no, you do get it... flowering don't you with things like naked what a fucking film that is well, oh i mean it's a stunning film fewlison that is absolutely brilliant but you wouldn't watch it for a bit of fun no but you'd you would watch it i mean there is with that i mean have you seen was drifting so far off topic here but my final word have you seen mr turner no mike lee's uh tim spall as jw turner no i've not oh, seen that mate. every fr- it starts with a frame that looks like one of those paint, one of Turner's paintings. Right. It's just a canal in Holland, you know, with the sort of little sort of steam packet just duk, duk, duk down mm. it, and there's you know Dutch girls with the th- and it just looks like a painting in the same way that Barry Lyndon looks very um, you know painted. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, Ken Loach's work. I mean, I I don't know, I don't know his current output. Well, the He's last one I'm film. aware of is I Daniel Blake. And I just remember, I don't know, something, you know, the economy's tits up and all over the place, obviously. But and I just remember watching it thinking, well, I don't need to be told it's bad, Ken. I'm, I'm aware of that. This is when I'd like you to do something a bit positive rather than going, oh, look at this. It's awful. We know. We know, Ken. <laughs> don't need that. Ken should do comedy. I think so. I think his new film which I don't, I can't remember what it's called. Mm. Uh, but again, he's used a lot of non-actors, but he's also used a guy called Chris McGlade, who's a, a stand-up, quite a controversial stand-up, mm. uh, and also a poet. Um, seems like a lovely guy. Um, and he's in it. Now, if Chris is in it, I'm guessing there will be humour in it. Okay. But I don't know. I don't know. Like, unfortunately, I have gone down that sort of, you know, I just like... I like a laugh, you know. Well, yeah. I, I like don't it. like stress. Speaking I can't of be which, doing it anymore. Ho- Grand Hotel Budapest. Oh. I'd never seen it. And I thought it was the Marigold Hotel film or something. That's right, yeah. So I thought, oh, great. People have been telling me to watch this film. Mm. It's there. It's on Netflix or whatever. Click. Here we go. Oh, it's not that film. Oh, my God. What a movie that is. Oh, yes. Oh, man. It's just so enjoyable. It is. It's wonderful. I have the DVD. It's one of those rare times when I've bought a film. Yeah, Wes Anderson, isn't it, the director? Yes, it is. Oh, it's a stunning piece of work. I love it's, that film. It's just... It's to, it's a total vision. The The mm. whole thing, just, you can tell. You're, you know, you, you're viewing the work of somebody who has got it all, the vision worked out, how things are going to look. The bit where they ski down the hill, Yes. You know, it's obviously, it's not real, but it's not not real. It's What you get there, I think, and I, and I think it's not just this film where he does it, but he basically no. creates a whole universe, right? Totally. Now, within that universe there, there are laws that would not work in no. anywhere else, but within that little universe that's been created, we can accept them, yeah. which is, that's, that's genius as a director, making you just accept a vision and just go, no, that's it. So it can't be anything that's too left yeah. field because then you can't accept it. But it's got to just be enough for you to go, this isn't normal, but I'll go along with it. 
Yeah. Now, if you get that, that's that's wonderful, isn't it? And that's what you get there. That's absolutely and the performances what you get there. are just superb. Mm-hmm. Oh man, absolutely brilliant. Really enjoyed that film. Yes, more, more no, of that sort of thing. More that, of that sort of thing is is just fantastic. Yeah, more of that. Um, only other nice thing that I got um, for this week is I, I got a first uh, first edition of Love on a Branch Line. Ah, look at yes. that! Now, oh, now that's worth tuning in for. The oh, cover's beautiful, isn't it? The cover's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, um, I, th- I, I thought that when you sent me the picture the other day. I love those sort of. Is it a fifties job? That this is this nineteen fifty nine, I think. Yeah. Uh, 1959, yeah, it yeah. is. And yeah. um, um, why I'm excited about this, dear, is the BBC did Love on a Branch Line back in about 1994, 95 as a three-parter. And I was back home from university, so I saw the first two, and then I had to go back and I didn't see the end. And I've never read it, and I've never thought to find out what happens, so I shall, I shall be delving into I should that. imagine it's full of very breathy, very upper-middle-class people. Yes. Yes, that's... that's I yes, know. that's Again, what you we want, like. you want the world you inhabit to be reflected back at you. You do, essentially, don't you? I think that's just very nice. That's a nice thing, you know, that, well, that, yeah. that sort of a world. And you decorating know, where... gives you the opportunity... It doesn't. <laughs> to just it... stick um, the telly on in the corner. And actually, you know, because you're not checking your phone or whatever. Yeah. You're just painting and shit like that. And I've watched more things. I watched virtually two full series of Ghosts of Motley Hall. No. But properly watched them. And there's also that sort of vibe where it was this time of year where I saw it as a kid. And there's that kind of, you know, there's, there's a lovely synergy of the season and the light. Well, the old hauntological kicks in then. Totally. There's a great yeah. episode where some thieves, Tony Haygarth, and I can't remember the other guy, um, have dumped a load of stolen tellies in Motley Hall. Mm. And they all get obsessed with the telly. They find, they grab one, switch right. it on, and they're all like watching it. The racing's on. and So they become telly addicts. Oh, lovely. And then at the same time, this copper comes in. And he's like that. He sees the tellies. He knows they're stolen. And Haygarth and his mate are hiding. Yeah. But the copper can see the ghosts and he's like this, you'd know him, this big fat Irish actor. And mm. he's like talking to, you know, um, Sir George Uproar. And he's like that, now, where'd you get the television sets? And he's like that. <laughs> Brilliant. Just a great episode, but it's it's a great series. There's there's so many good episodes. You've never really sat down and had some some motley, have you? I've not, no, not yet. Oh, you not really yet. ought to. I mean, Richard no, I, I, for I, a kickoff. Well, I've still not had any proper cat weasel. I need to. Yeah, the first series is stunning. Right. And, and to be honest with you, um, I've never really watched the second series. I can't even find my cat weasel DVD. I've is got it three or side. two series? Two or three series? Two. But right, the okay. second one was really compromised because they changed it for the American audience. Uh, okay. So they got rid of Carrot. Right. They got rid of the farm setting. Right. You know, uh, they got rid of uh, Neil McCarthy. Aren't these the things that the Americans would have liked? Well, they put it in a castle. Oh, okay. With whoever was flavour of the month, like a Jack Wilde type chap. Yeah. So they got okay. rid of uh, Carrot, Robin Davies, who was just, it just worked. Just worked yeah. at first. But the first series, I've never watched the second one, so I don't know. But you get lovely things like you do in Wurzel. You know, in Wurzel, there's an episode where John Lemez. Uh, is just a guest in it. Yes. And you we, we you know, when we inhabited that world, there's an episode of Cat Weasel 
where Hattie Jakes is like a gypsy fortune teller. Oh. And it's just lovely to see them just sort of flexing the muscles a bit outside of carry-on films or Dad's Army or whatever. Well, it, it reminds be. you as well that they were job- jobbing actors and they Superb. took stuff off. Because John was, uh, John Image was very much that sort of guest role, wasn't he? His ideal was to roll in in the morning, do a few lines and go home. And he that's all that he wanted was those little roles that let him do that. Which I think is spot on, really. I've... Have you read the book? Do you of, think that's wise, sir? Yes. It's great, isn't it? It's a brilliant... It's is that Graham McCann? Yeah. Think. Oh, Lord. Yeah. I can never remember which is which. I've no, I can't. Have you got there. it there? Mine's outside in the vestibule. It's McCann. It's Graham right. McCann, that one. Yeah. Quite no, right. it's a wonderful, wonderful book. I think that. Graham Lord did um, the Arthur Lowe book. That's right. Yes, he did. Yeah. 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 No, no, wonderful, wonderful, that. Well, but, I uh, got a book in the midst go of on. all the madness... It was a week where, no matter where I looked, mm. uh, Christopher Lee kept cropping up. It just Ooh. kept cropping up. It was sort of like, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it, I took it as a message because all these tales about his life mm. were just like, what? Yeah. What a life. Anyway, so I've got, and again, I'm not keen on the cover. Is that, hang on. Oh, no, Can I don't get like it non shiny. Yeah, yeah, it's like, what an opportunity wasted. This is called Christopher Lee, Tall, Tall Dark, Dark and, and Gruesome. Um, but, I mean, the design... I mean, it's lavishly illustrated, as All right. you presume. Yeah. But, unfortunately, it ends in 1999, when before he'd done the death metal uh, operas, and before yeah. he'd done Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. Because mm. I'd, I'd like to read about the experience of making the Lord of the Rings films. Would you? Yeah. Uh, Peter Jackson on one of the documentaries, he's showing you the footage of him in the studio, you know, as Saruman, mm. fighting with the stick, and he's like, he's doing all this. Yeah. He's 80-odd, yes. and he's having it. He's still doing all these fight scenes. There's a bit where he gets thrown to the floor. Yeah, that was him as well. Those films are so fucking long. I mean, it takes some bollocks, doesn't it, of Peter Jackson to go, what people need are behind the scenes as well. They're... they're I, have you watched all of them? Oh, I. Really? Yes. I went Why? to pictures and watched them. Oh, absolutely not. And then not. I, bought, I bought the box sets with ornaments that have got extended cuts on them. I don't know why anybody would do that to themselves. Because I, I like the work of Tolkien. Really? Yeah. Don't you? No. I hate it oh. with his fucking gnomes. I hate the whole thing. Well, I hate it. On on several levels, actually thinking about it, there's a very specific one, which I hate it on. But oh, there are other, yeah, there are other levels as well. You know, I just can't be asked. Plus, the films, how long are they? Oh, like three and a half, four hours. So about ten episodes of Crossroads. Yeah. I'd rather watch ten episodes of No, no, they are not. Because it's all it's not CGI, isn't it? Most of it's CGI. I know what you mean mean about the CGI. I watched what did I watch? It was something old. Mm. And alright, everything looked shonky. Mm. Because it was CGI. What was Mm. it? Trying to think what it was. Don't matter. But it was still better than the CGI. Even though it looked shonky. Exactly. You know, and so there's a real argument, isn't there, for turning you back just because someone's, like, you know, current. Yeah. It's like, all right, okay, you may have better techniques, but what is the metric? 
I I think that to see beautifully shot model work in a film, often you don't know you're watching it. Mm. I mean, the big one for it me was, was it was sorry two thousand one on. I watched it was two thousand one right. no CG uh, right no absolutely a lot a lot of interesting effects uh, and I think we've probably said before that. Kubrick's office phoned up the Doctor Who office to say, hey, how'd you do your opening titles? So there's a, you know, there's all sorts of back and forth and sharing there. But at least 2001's only one film. I mean, The Lord of the Rings, there's three of them. Have you watched that Hobbit as well? Because there's about three of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Good God. Really? Is that like a low... In my head, you've got The Lord of the Rings, which Peter Mm. Jackson gave a shit about, and then The Hobbit... Are they a bit more sort of like shit and a bit like... You, well, got... he rinsed one book for three films. He wanted another trilogy. Right, okay. Um, and so, you know, to quote Bilbo Baggins, too little butter spread out across too much bread. No, no, you see that quote there, that to me, that's filthy. I don't know why. It's the name Bilbo Baggins. Oh, too little butter does... Th- fucking filth. It, that really offends me. It's made my neck go weird. <coughs> and well, I like... I can't explain quite why, but it's a bit like, you know, uh, the sitcom Queenie's Castle with Diana Dawes? Oh, yeah. Right, and she's living in a in an apartment block with her four sons, and it's all a bit grimy. And I don't enjoy watching that, because I always get the feeling that at any minute, someone's just going to punch someone, or it'll turn into actual pornography. And it's got that really sort of like, uh, feeling and that is what the Hobbit I've not been microphone that is what the Hobbit does to me that the Lord of the Rings doesn't Lord just a f- no I no. think that visceral reaction is based upon your sort of unspoken objection to the Tolkien world no no and no. when you frame it like that yeah yeah I don't want to watch it ever again <laughs> um, but I did watch a movie earlier while I was decorating Oh, yes. Obviously. In fact, whilst yeah. I was cementing the cast fireplace in the front room. Long story. Um, yeah, well, we'll save that for the podcast, the other oh, one. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I, I watched The Man for All Seasons. Oh, oh, now there's a film. God, man. That's a wonderful film. And that's beautifully McCurn slow play. moving. Oh, McCur- yes. It's Tashless McKern is is an interesting, more interesting McKern. It is, isn't it? When does he go fully Tash? Seventy six in Rumpole, and I, I've okay. not seen it because because the play for today is Tashless, mm. right? Then the comeback with that first Thames series, and the first few are set in the sixties and stuff. You know, leading up to the present day. Yeah, because the first play for today is set mid sixties. Right. Um. And and he gets the tash midway through that sixties to seventies things, and and then he's never tashless. Well, apologies, dear viewers, but at this point, Zoom cocked up. So let's go back. Yeah, Simon Groom was the a boring bastard, wasn't he? Well, well, you think that? Well, you think that? Right. His persona was. The persona was right because he's all up there with the you know on the farm in Dethick. He just looked like a games dad. teacher. He did. Right. However, this is a man who goes, well, you know, the infamous thing with the knockers, you know, who what a oh, superb yeah, yeah. pair of knockers. Yeah. Well, he used to plan those in advance. Right. Okay. And he'd always put them right at the end of a show 
because he'd have his coat next to the dock doors. <laughs> so they do that and then, see you on Monday, goodbye. And as soon as the camera was off him, he was full out so he couldn't get bollocked by Biddy Baxter. So oh, when he did right. those. I thought he just wanted an early dart. Oh, no, so to avoid the bollocking, right. But there was one time and he went up to, I think it was Norway on a filming expedition near the start of his time there. And he was working with some squaddies, you know, proper army squaddies. Got completely pissed, absolutely shit-faced, challenged one of them to a fight. <laughs> had a fight, the squaddy lost the tip of his finger, and Groom ends up completely pissed, wandering around this village in Norway. No idea what's going on. Wow. There you go, that's Simon Groom. I think we need to reassess Wonderful. Mm, I what does he so. do now? Like regional radio or something? I think he does a regional radio one. BBC or is he a vet? or something. No, no. He could have been a vet. He looked like Peter Davison, didn't he? He looked like he could have been a vet. He did. Yes. But then <laughs> sounded like a vet. Sounded like a vet. Should Looks have been like a vet. vet. Should yeah. have been should have been a vet. But it's a bit like, you know, you've probably when you watch enough of something on the telly in a drama, you think, Oh, I could give it a go. You know, so like, if say for example a cow was in labour, and they went, it's a breach birth. Yeah, I I reckon having no. watched all creatures, no, great, no, no, I reckon, no, I reckon I've no, seen enough there's... to give it a go. Peter Davison did it. He did, but he learned how to do it. They've got to reseat the floor of someone or other. I see, you know, it'll be. Is it is it the cow's pelvic floor? You've got to sort of do. Yeah, there give... you go. There you go. Well, so I could do it. Could. Maybe you I reckon could. I could. I wouldn't want to. Why, what, because of the putting your hand up, it's fanny? Yeah, no, ass, isn't it? That's not where baby cows come out of. I know it's not, but they reseat the thing via that. Well, it can't be its pelvic floor then, can it? Well, because it's, it's the arse is above the fanny. Yeah. It's a floor. I don't know what it is. Ah, they call it a calf bed. A calf bed? Yeah, a calf so, bed. Is that over its head, then? I don't know, mate. I'm not a vet. Well, no, but it must be, because if you think about the order of it, right, so it's like, is it... There's your cow's arse, right? Yes. Tail at the top. Yes. Arse. Yes. Fanny. Yeah. So if you're shoving your hand... Hang on, where are you... Yeah, up the arse. Then you're touching the area that's over the top of the calf, not the bottom. Oh, I couldn't do that. No? No. I'll tell you what you couldn't do. Oh, you went like this. Right. <clears throat> First that's, filth. Up. that's filth. That's well, that We're on point. Right, okay. This is worse. So the other day, and this is the first time it's happened to me in a year, but it had to happen at some point. Out walking with the dog, you know, chasing the ball, all the usual stuff. And at some point I knew it would happen that a bag would fail. No. Dog poo bag no. on the hand. Reach down. Pick up. You know that it's going to be warm anyway, and you go, oh, well, that... And then there's the undeniable feeling that there is something under one's fingernails. That's where I was going. No, I'd have to have the finger amputated. It was it was four fingers. Oh, because no. I picked it up like, like oh. a claw. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that down there. Uh, I, like, done that to pick it up. And then the bag had sort of ripped as I extended my hand, claw-like. There would have been many checks if I ever, ever had to do that. I mean, that's why I don't have a dog, because I can't be arsed with that. Well, when I thing. had a dog, yeah, no one did that. 
picked well, the shit. No, no, absolutely no, I not. That. It was no. it was part and parcel of life. It's biodegradable. Shut up. Yeah, there's your dog shit. Enjoy Bit of dog shit, you know. Yeah. Um, but now, mm. and actually, I do agree with it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like dog shit everywhere. What? I mean, especially down... not under my fingernails. Oh no. Oh no, it was awful. I remember thinking of you when it happened. The only thing that actually got me through was thinking probably of that face <laughs> right now. I couldn't. Just the no. Oh, it was no. awful, mate. Well but then, then Yeah. I was about I was up quite some way from home. I was a good oh. sort of like yeah, I was about forty five minutes away from home. No ablution. Ablution facilities. No ablutions, and I decided to go for the forest walk, not the beach walk, so I couldn't even get my hand in the sea. So for Horror. best part of an hour, I'm having to walk back, at which point my hand, it's like it's made of plastic, and I'm not moving it or anything. And it's just like, oh. And... Tied a dog, dog bag round the hand. Well, and... I then, of course, have to get a different bag and pick it up again, and bag it back up. So I'm walking around with my stained hand, holding a bag of shit. This is like hell. Uh, that, that was dreadful. No. 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 No, 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 no. There's no, no leaves are out this time of year to wipe it on. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I literally, it was just there. I couldn't look at it when I got in. I just ran for the bathroom, put the put the hot tub on, and scalded myself for a good while. I couldn't look. I don't blame you. I mean, the alley here is full of dog shit. Really? I've rang the council. I, when you put the bin out, you've got to play plop scotch. Because it's literally, you've got to watch where you put your feet. I've got an head torch, and I angle it right down. And I'm really assiduous, because... I don't like treading in it, mate. I remember being a kid and standing in it in my bare feet. Oh, like no. Play Doh Barber coming up through your toes. It was like, oh, no. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? The, the, the family who lived over the road from us, they had a Labrador, this great big bloody Labrador. Squat. Yeah, great but not me. Lurgans. It was one of the lads of the family, and he and he just was running through the garden barefooted and suddenly, you know, proper does a quack thing. And that's Sorry. all I can remember about him. Isn't that sad? I knew him for ages. He lives abroad. He's doing a brilliant career. But I only remember him as the person who stood on dog shit. Of course. It's like the lad who always shit his pants in school. Yes, it is. It doesn't matter what he does. No. All right, all still shitting is. your kecks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> only as an occasional treat. All right, fair dues. Yeah, fair yeah, dues. Yeah, yeah. So that's filthy to you. What else is filthy, dear? Well, that certainly is. I'm not keen oh, whatsoever. No. no. Um, Goes back to the old thing of we is funny, but poo isn't. No. God, no, 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 no. It's in the Magna Carta, that. Of mm. summit. It should um, be. I think that uh, the general... I just remembered something. No, I remembered something. Right. Oh. And, and I think this person might be watching. Right. Oh, yeah. uh, now, here's something that's offensive that was said to me in wake. Right. Okay. So... We're about to have a discussion about something. And I said, oh, right, I'll be back in a moment. Um, I'm just going to nip to the loo, is what I said. And what this person said to me was, all right, mate, sound, you have your poo and we'll have a chat about it. No! I, in what universe is, is this acceptable? Well, I, I'm not saying what I was going to do in the toilet, but I couldn't. 
I just stood in the toilet for a while. I remember what I'm ah! not doing. I, yeah. No. Yeah, I would have done. Oh. A non-domestic poo is impossible anyway. It's, oh, it shouldn't be allowed anyway, but it's difficult. But if somebody actually identifies it and says, that's what you're going to do, I know. Yeah. yeah. And they actually refer to it as poo. How dare you? No, absolutely fucking not. No. I don't no. want to know what anyone gets up to in there. Absolutely not. And I no. don't want anyone poking their nose. Oh, or anywhere. Appropriate. No. <laughs> oh, no. No, no. no. Poking God. the nose. God, no. 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 Oh, no. no. So, did no. you? was it just like Bishop Brennan getting kicked up the arse, your reaction then? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I, I walked out the room silently, walked around for a little while, thought, that's probably long enough, and went back in. Yeah. That was, it's too judgmental, that, isn't it? It's, it's, it's just, it's a, it's a gross invasion of privacy. It's the assumption that you're sort of man who can poo well, non-domestically. Or wishes it to be talked about in that way. Yeah. I like to think that people are, you know, just like porcelain round there. There's none of that. No. None of that. Yeah. Don't need to know about that sort of, oh, we don't need to know about that. Some people are into that. No. No. I don't understand. No, there's nothing to understand. It's no, just there isn't. I think the general, you asked me what I find filthy. Oh, I um, did, yeah. Do probably go on. modern telly. Really? Yes, far too much pornography on modern television. <laughs> okay. I think, that, I think that telly works, but I mean, if you want to, you know, if you want to sort of taint your karma by watching porn, then it's mm. out there. There's lots and lots of it. Watch yeah. that, right. and then watch a Give Us a Clue, or whatever. Do you know what I right. mean? You don't need to cross the streams. When are you... When, which, Things which are far have... too racy these days. Yeah. 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 What channel have you got that's showing pornography, then? Well, my bar's very low. Okay. You know, <laughs> anything, anything above a kiss on the cheek. Yeah. Uh, Burning an ankle. Okay. Yes. No, um, I'm not that Presbyterian, but... No. I just think it's just like, it's so sort of shoehorned in mm. to sort of modern stuff, you know what I mean? I think, do you remember when, was that series called The Romans or something on BBC Two? I don't know, it was something like that, and they were like, oh, right. sex scenes in it, the sex scenes in it, and this, that, and the other, and you're like, well, there are products available, which, you know... Oh, that, well, there was that one. That one was Rome. That had a Rome, lot of that. Yeah, go. and then yeah, the Tudors. Yeah. That had yeah. an awful lot of it. Did it? Yeah, lots. And of I it. mean, is it needed? Well, it fills the gap. Well, Henry certainly did that. He did. Yes. Yes, I but, didn't watch uh, it, but I can imagine. Yeah. Well, did you no, watch a man for all seasons? Well, there's no pornography in that. No. No. You know what I mean. No, he's not taking her up Hampton Court. Oh, no. There's Don't none get your of Hampton's that. Hampton's Court. No. No, no, no. no. The Hampton remains sheathed. <laughs> ready to do battle, but off it is, Yeah. No, I, I know what you mean. It is, it's a strange one, isn't it? I. It's not particularly I, I, filthy, but it's just like, well, it seems really uh, gratuitous, to be honest. Oh, okay. In the same way that violence does in films sometimes. I mean, fair enough. If you're watching something where the plot is is sort of predicated upon an act of violence, mm. 
then you're going to have to depict that. I get that. Um, but very few things are sort of predicated on the need to show someone shagging every three minutes. No, that's true. That's true. Although if you're going if to, it, if it's predicated on an act of violence, I wouldn't want to watch it anyway. No, nor do I. That's, that's I had to I'm watch. Thinking. I went to the cinema to watch no 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 uh, to watch natural born killers when that came out oh no absolutely not i no. didn't enjoy that at all no but, if you want if you, <clears throat> if you want killing put a callan on there you go yeah that's proper that's how you do that that's how you do it properly you don't need to see anything you just need to see someone just going yeah and it in the deck that's enough yeah but then just occasionally They'll load someone with squibs and blow their chest out, but not all the time, just every now and yeah. again. It's like, so they're a nice shock when they occur. I like those. Yes, they can be good. I mean, so I suppose the sort of general decline in our... And I think that it's lazy filmmaking or lazy TV making or whatever. If you're going for the sensational, mm. then, you know, I'd rather that stuff was insane. For example, let's go, go back to Hillary and the Brothers. Yes. Now, whilst you would have liked to have seen those scenes, no. you didn't need it. Well, no, because you knew exactly what she was up to, but that's the power of Hilary Tyndall's performance. And? You you knew that she was, when she's off with the bookstore owner from After Henry and things yeah. like that, you know what she's up to. And, it's and just... isn't that much better than actually seeing it? Oh, oh, in her case, absolutely, because, you know, Hilary just sparks the imagination. But you, but, but you know she'd have been in control. Oh, of course. Of course. Mm. Yes. I must watch The Brothers, seeing as you made me spend 80 quid on it. Well, I think you must watch that. You must watch The Avengers. I mean, you know. I've only done disc one. It's this bloody decorating, because if you're putting discs on every five minutes and mm. you've got painty hands... Oh, you know, no. So you just sort of, you know, uh, just stream them all from my server yeah, and watch well, things like Motley Hall. You could hire a man in who could come in and do the decorating for you and you could watch I television. I know, I know, I know, but I'm never oh. satisfied when other people do it. Oh. Because <clears throat> you can't pay someone to be asked. No, but... Uh, it, mm. You can't. No, but... There was a bit of dado in the bathroom repurposed right. only this morning. Oh, yes. Which was never straight. And okay. it bugged me for 14 or 15 years. Every time I was in that bathroom, it was like, oh, God. And it would have took me about two minutes to fix. Right. Because I'd paid a man. <laughs> Dash it all. Yes. Um, and I trusted one of his mitre cuts this morning. Bad move. Why? Because I had to use a little sort of bit of filler. Had I right, I, I don't mitres. know what any... Hang on. Right. Mitre cuts filler. A mitre enables you to do, you know, them lovely corner cuts for coving and rails and shit. No. You know, so they just meet in the corner nice. Oh, I've often wondered how that was done. Not to the extent that I'm interested, but, no. you know, to the extent where if a man came to do it, I would say, how'd you do that, mate? He'd tell me and I'd go, oh, okay. And then I'd forget it instantly. And I think the man can do that. I don't have to worry. Yeah. But if you can do it, you could do a mitre whenever you wanted. Oh, what, in case at four in the morning, I thought I need to sort the coving. Yeah, that that sort of thought possesses me, often. Right, but how many rooms have you got, right? Because you're only going to have four corners in a room. So you've no, maybe no, got... No, 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 no. 
You are. Well, you've maybe got 40. Chimney oh. breast. You've got to miter all those. And then you've got the um, obverse 90 degree miters to cut on the front of a chimney breast. Oh, oh absolutely not. So, I mean, you, all right, you've got maybe 50 corners to sort out in the house. It's not worth buying a saw for. I may have to compile a list now. <laughs> you might, but... Oh, yeah, because what if you missed one? I mean, I'm not... You know I was going to count the corners in this room. No, I'm not really? going to do that. I suppose there are a few, actually, looking at it. Hmm. There's, there's like an L-shaped room. The L-shaped room. Ken Loach would have liked that film. I reckon if I was to message you at around five o'clock this evening, you'd be able to tell me how many there are. Might be able to tell you now. How many corners are there? Six. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid the gauntlet was dropped. Oh, there we are. Okay. Yeah. So what have we learned? About what? Filthy things. Filthy things. Well, we don't like them. No. Especially if they're fecally based. Absolutely not. No. That That's just no. Um, what do they call that? Uh, what do they call that? Uh, what's that word for uh, humour? It's not cacophonic. Oh, um, there's a word. There is. It's got cack in it. Scatological. Yes. Scatological yeah. humour. What's the other one with cack in then? Don't know. I didn't like that. Oh cack. yeah, cack. Yeah. No cack. Yeah, <laughs> it's very close cake. to cake, isn't it? As well, cake <laughs> or cook, as they sometimes say. Yes, a bit northern. Yeah, yeah it's um, very close to that. I don't like cack. No, it's not pleasing. That's that one isn't pleasing to say. I've no problem with moist, but cack. Yeah. <laughs> when I grew up, if someone was rubbish, it was cack. Oh, it's cack that. Yeah, but then you actually picture it and think what it is. Yeah, but it transcends, doesn't it? That words for shit. Shit or whatever. Yeah, I suppose so. But then again, you're not associating the two, are you? No. You know, I mean, it's not like, you know, if if I'm saying, you know, well, this this series I got from Network by mistake is shit. What is that? Uh, It's called The Kids from 47A. Okay. No. They look like them squashed children that you often saw in the 70s in telly stuff. Tucker Jenkins was squashed. There you go. Yeah, they are a bit squashed looking, I suppose. Yeah, and then if you watch it a year later, the faces have gone longer. You know, like Tucker's did. Yeah, that's right. Well, this is series one. There is a series two. They didn't release it. It's just terrible. Did you like the Red Hand Gang when you were a kid? I I hated the Red Hand Gang. I love the Red Hand Gang. On the trampoline. I, I hated them. I remember that. I remember the bikes were dead good. No, the titles. Do you remember? They just used to appear in slow motion oh, yeah, on a yeah, trampoline. Yeah, 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 yeah. That used to infuriate I me. Mean, I hated them for the trampoline stuff. I, no, I hated all four of them. I thought there was something wrong with them. I didn't like them. Didn't like them at all. I didn't like the quality of the film that we got the prints no. on. I didn't like any aspect of the Red Hang. And the theme tune angered me. Everything. No. Oh, I love the theme tune. No, absolutely not. Running around like a gang of pricks, doing nothing, achieving nothing, but on television. Ah, Terrible. I'd forgotten your sort of enmity toward other children acting. There you go. Of course. There were three or four of them there. 
I presume kids in a children's film foundation film were safe because they'd have grown up by then. They were fine. Yeah, this is the law, you see, that you, you're beginning to understand. So, Children's Film Foundation, absolutely not the same thing at all. Well, my mate had the similar sort of neurosis to yourself, but it extended to everyone. So, <laughs> unless... you saw anyone on television. As soon as people had died in summer, he'd be like, oh, have you seen whatever? And I'm like, yeah, I saw it like 20 years ago. Oh, yeah, but he liked it once the people in it had died. Really? Yeah, because then... They're not doing something he should have been doing. There's a logic to that, isn't it? It's like it? your children's film foundation. It's like, that's all right. He's older now and he's got a shit job. So there you go. I'm so that's all right. The These ones, however, stomach. are in Grange Hill now whilst I'm actually going to school. Yes. That's not on. Did you want to be in Grange Hill? I did. I really wanted to be in Grange Hill. You know what would have happened? Right. If the chances had come up, it would have been another why don't you moment, wouldn't it? Yeah. Where I would have gone, no, common. And then I'd be angry about that as well. I'd be more angry, in fact. I'd yeah. be more angry. Yeah, I really wanted to be in Grange Hill. I don't know why. I don't know why. Because it was a terrible school. Yeah, but it was just being on telly, wasn't it? And wanting to be, like, oh. well-known or yes. something like that. All yeah, those things that. that, as you get older, you couldn't give a shit about. No, not really. I don't care no, anymore. No, it's the same with the same process with social media. It's just like literally can't see the point of it anymore. No, I I had another little delve um, yeah. earlier in the week, and it just didn't do anything for me at all. Strange one though that I can't I can't quite quantify it. I can, honestly can't because I've tried and tried not to do social media. Do you get what I mean? Mm. It would be different if I'd always been indifferent to order yeah but, but i used to be like no no i'm not gonna try and i'd be checking shit and fucking oh a like and all this other crap mm. um but it's literally oh fucking hell you know what i mean you go on there and there's like messages and stuff and you're like shit i'm sorry I, mind you i can't even be asked replying to emails these days i don't know about you i just can't be asked with any of it i prefer letters but you wouldn't rep well i wouldn't reply to them either oh i wouldn't i wouldn't reply to the letter um, what would I do? I'd send a fax. I like sending faxes. But you wouldn't, though. You'd, you'd sort of look at the thing and wonder when the man was going to come round and put a plug on it. And then well, there is that. Be RSB I think time. I think, I've still got my, I think I've still got my fax machine from back at live TV. I'll plug that in. And they then if the other person... They, they do, absolutely. If the other no, person I mean, doesn't have a fax. Phone line and shit. Yes. Oh, that'll still, yeah. Oh, it'll still work. And if the other person doesn't have a fax machine to receive it, that's their fault. That's their lookout. Oh, I did fax you. Yes. Did you, did you not, not receive get it? my fax? I bet they come through as texts on phones. Well, I don't want that. Mm. No. You never thought of that, come... did you? No, they've got to come through. Oh, they will do, won't they? Yeah. I'm not sending a fax then. No. 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 No, I so don't find it interesting, though, that you can, like, your approach to something can change when you've been trying to do it and then it just happens. Yeah, one day you just suddenly go, well, no. It's just, I, I just noticed. It's like I went onto Facebook to check something or other. It was like, fuck me, it's like two weeks since I went on here. And mm. I'd be like one of them people three or four times a day, you know what I mean, putting shit on. And I, and I do have thoughts, like, you know what I mean? <clears throat> Stuff goes through your head, doesn't it? You start composing what you're going to write and this, that, and this. Mm. that still goes on. Yeah. Um, and then I just sort of, the thought, pro why? Mm. Why do you want to do it? 
And you think about it and you're like, oh yeah, it's completely fucking meaningless. It is. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, why would you do it in the old days? Well, probably to get likes and interactions and shit like that and, and talk to people, I suppose. Yeah. You know, and it, have the opportunity to expend upon your, no doubt, nuggets of gold that come out of your head. Well, it would have been that originally, wouldn't it, when it all first started and all of a sudden you could live chat to someone in the other side of the world. That was a bit exciting. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't know if it's age or what. I've no idea. Mm. No, I'm I don't. just happy about it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just not happy that about it. it at all anymore. Well, what's hot on Twitter lately? Our resident, I don't have a Twitter account anymore. So. Well, no, you got rid of it, didn't you? Yeah, that, it was like that the other way. I got rid of that. I got rid of quite a few things like that. Right. So it's just like why? It was this whole thing. It's just like hang on a minute. Mm. It's like I'm allowing people access into my life. No, and that's we, true. And we all do it. We all do it. Um, all right, so trending on Twitter at the moment. Yes. Uh, Tom Baker, no doubt. Right, okay, let's have a look. So, uh, at number 10, the 10th most important thing is hashtag Crychi. It's what? Hashtag Crychi. C-R-Y-C-H-E. Huh? Don't might, know. Might be Crych. Is that a very posh crash? Yes. Okay. I'm dropping the um, off of the crash. At number nine is Azar Ali. No. Good to this know he's there. This is good for us because we can find out just how current we are. Yeah. Well, there's an awful lot about Israel and Palestine. We'll, we'll, we'll go past that. Uh, uh, then there's Rochdale is at number three. Shrove Tuesday. I know both two. of those things. Yeah. And at number one, Pancake Day. Oh, I've never liked pancakes. I've never liked them, ever. I can't see the point of them. Fendus crispy pancakes, yes. Oh, the ones with the minced beef fillet. Now, they're good. I like those. But normal pancakes. And people say, oh, I'll put lemon on it. Why? And sugar. Oh, yeah. Why? No. I don't. Well, I mean, because at the end of the day, pancakes are just meant to be for the leftover shit, aren't they? Where oh, are they? Flour got... and egg and stuff. Yeah, it's oh, we've got a little bit of everything. Let's mix it together and have the power. Well, we don't have to do that now because we have supermarkets. I don't see the point of... That's one tradition I don't like. Like a bready omelette, though. Mm. They... It's just like, what's the point? Yeah. Have an egg butty. The middle's doughy. The outside's all crispy and... Oh, oh no, and I you th- have dickheads who flip them, don't you? Oh, yes. Oh, I forgot that bit. Yeah. People who you were could, proud of that. You could stand in your kitchen flipping a pancake. No? Fuck off. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fair assessment. Yes. I, I've never seen the point of it. No. Never seen the point of it. And no. every year it would happen. Yeah. And we'd have the Jif lemon out and the sugar. Mm. And it's just like, oh, no, these are horrible. Yeah. You oh, well, we could say this one's a pancake... Tuesday. If we hadn't waited two hours to mention it, yes. There you go. That's perfect for you. Anyway, I think we probably will do that then. I've just remembered something. You're not going to like. What? Think. Oh, no. I know. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Yes. Oh, we've got work to do. Mm hmm. RSB Benton? Yes. 
<laughs> right then, okay, we all, oh, we, all we both you and all of us, all yeah, of us welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we do. I'm so fucking tired. It's beyond belief. <laughs> I can't sleep because I'm thinking about jobs I want to do. Uh, and then I go for a wee about stupid o'clock in the morning, and it's like, oh, I could be doing that painting. And it's like, oh, my, it is like I'm in some kind of mind prison. Mm. It's terrible. like a, a J.G. Ballard book. It is. It is. But Dear boy. Just, but one of your own making. Mm. Oh. I feel like Anthony Sher in Home. Sir Anthony Sher. Sir Anthony Sher. I agree with some knighthoods. That one is pretty top draw. Yeah, it'll do. Yeah. Didn't like his Richard right. III, but yes. No. He played it as though he was a giant spider. No. Oh, okay. No. I want to watch Olivier's Hamlet again. Oh, that's worth a look. Yeah, I need to watch that again. Mm. I do. Anyway, yeah. so we hope you all oh, enjoyed whatever that was. Yes. And we hope you have a lovely week and a lovely pancake day if it's possible to get this out. <laughs> you never know. The allure of the decorating. Uh. Well, we'll see. No, we'll and the other stuff we've got to do. Oh, God almighty. Yes. To quote Mr. Meldrew. Right. Mm. Uh, yes. We hope you have a lovely week. We're not going to yeah. have a lovely hour. Oh. I've got painting to do, man. I know. I know. I'd rather Sh do that. Sh yeah, I'd rather do that. Uh. Shit. Okay. Right. All right, then. Uh, on, so until the next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Nice Things, The Antidote to Modern Living was presented by Sir Michael Livesley and Lady Paul Carmichael. The music was written by Michael Livesley and the flutes were played by Andy Frizzell and John No Jokes Please Lewis. Nice Things is a Guilty Dog Production.